What's up, everybody? Michael Nettemeyer here, and I'm with Joe Geary, and we are your host of the Whitwin Podcast, whatever it takes, whenever it's needed. Got a good one for you today. It's actually been a minute. Joe, you been good? Yeah, I've been good. It's good. good to be back. Yeah, Joe's been selling a lot of houses. He's been crushing it this year. So wanted to talk about something that somebody asked me the other day. I had an interview with a guy. I met with a guy that was interviewing for a position one of our companies is offering or open to, and he said, what makes, in your experience, what do you see are common traits to a successful salesperson? And so I answered, and we're going to talk about that, and then he said, what do you see common traits for somebody that's unsuccessful as a salesperson? It's a good question. For me, and I had one word, it's consistency. All right, now, there's more to it than that, but in my experience, and I think you would agree with this, Joe, if you're consistent and you consistently show up, you're going to succeed. Do you agree with that? 100%. I think that that's the big thing that a lot of people don't do. Now, now, here's the thing. You can be consistently bad at something, all right? So you have to be looking at from what am I consistent at? And I think for a lot of us, the first step is, am I committed to making this my career? Because so many people kind of go with one foot in, one foot out. They're like, well, if this starts to get to go, then I'll quit my job. Or, um, you know, I, I've still got this side hustle. Because that's a thing, too, I see a lot. People... And it's so popular right now where on Instagram and all these social media platforms where people say you have to have a side hustle, right? Make your side hustle, this or that. I mean, it's bullshit, I think. Because I think that a side hustle, all that's doing is detracting or taking away energy and focus from your main source of income, right? So if my job, let's just say as a real estate agent, Joe's a real estate agent, as a real estate agent, if your focus or main thing is to go sell houses, why would you want to focus on anything else other than selling houses, right? 100%. And it's because people aren't consistent. So yeah. they think that they that real estate doesn't work or sales doesn't work because of their lack of consistency. And then what happens is they'll go and start you know, waiting tables. They'll start doing Uber. They'll start doing whatever on the side to make extra money. And they never realize, hey, if they were just consistent in their sales role. They'd actually have the income they wanted. Yeah. And I think the challenge is, though, people don't see the results quick enough. 100%. So they don't one plan because everything looks like it's easy and fast on TV or they hear somebody else or all the people out there selling programs that would say that, uh, you know, they can help you get your business up and running in 30 days. or so It's a commitment and it's like anything else. When you start a business or you get into a sales role, it's going to take a little bit of time to ramp up. And the more consistent you can show up every day and practice the things you need to practice to get better at it. Think about this. If you're getting good at your scripts every single day, how much effort and, and attention and focus are you putting on that? If, if you have a script, let's just say you're working internet leads and you practice for five minutes a day, well, how good do you think you're going to be? What if you practice for 50 minutes a day? What if you practice for five hours a day? How good could you get? You could get really, really good and then you could start converting more business over the phone, start converting more sales, making more money. Most people won't do that though. And to your point, they go start working second jobs quickly. Well, it's been 30 days. It's been three weeks. I'm not making any money. I need to go get a part-time job or this or that. And here's the thing, even if you have a part-time job, let's just say you, um, whatever it is, do it at night. Like, come into work, treat this like a job, and then go do that at night if you need to make that money. But so many people just, they take a part-time job during the day, or they just quit doing what is going to get them to start having success, and therefore they never succeed. And that's why so many people get out of this business very quickly, because they don't treat it like a real job, they're not consistent, and they're not doing the things they're supposed to do every single day. So think about you, Joe. Like you're four years into this now, what what do you what do you contribute your success to? I, I think it's just like you said, consistency, and then I think the second piece of that is discipline. Because I think 
the consistency without the discipline doesn't work because mm -hmm. a lot of people you'll see all the time, they'll only do the stuff they need to do when they feel like doing it. And on the days they don't, and we hear all the time, oh, my motivation was down today, or I just felt like shit, or I didn't feel like doing it, so I decided to just go home, call the day or call the week, and then I'll do it next week. And that, yeah. It's not a good strategy. It's not a successful strategy because you can't be competitive because, you know, if you think about it, no matter what type of sales you're in, you're competing with, you know, another salesperson, another business, another competitor and if you take those days off your competitor likely isn't right so it's those days where you can get ahead of one of the days that you don't feel like doing it and you do it anyway those are the separators to me i agree with that i think that so many people say i'll pick it up again monday and i'll start next week well next week i'm going to get after it next week next week next week next week well how many times do you want to start over right? and because i think too that the people that tend to do that are the ones that never get ahead it's like if i'm going to commit to something it's like when i talked about the other day when you start a diet and you say well it's Thursday. You know what? On Monday, I'm going to start my diet. Well, you're not committed and you're not going to stick to it because if you were committed, you'd start today. If you're going to say, oh, every, how many times are you going to start again on Monday? You know, like we do a thing called the 12 week year. It's a book. It's a really good book. And, and, and people will say, well, you know, I'm just going to kind of chalk it up for this 12 weeks. Um, you know, there's two weeks left. I'm just going to pick it up into the next quarter. So they're giving up two weeks of momentum, two weeks of being consistent and they have to start over. And you don't want that. And that's why there's so many people in sales and in general and real estate as well, like they get on the real estate roller coaster. Good month, three bad months. Good month, three bad months. It's because they stop doing the activity that got them the clients and they start servicing the clients and they stop doing the activity. So then they close those clients, they get paid and they have to start over. Where I'm going to brag on Joe for a minute. He'll sell over 50 homes this year, right? In his fourth year, young guy, 22 years old, he's going to sell over 50 houses this year. He shows up every single day. He had a $2 million closing the other day. He was in the office the next morning, right? Shows up every single day consistently. And that's why his business continues to go and go and go and go. And it's not falling behind or it's not like, hey, good month, bad month, bad month, good month, bad month, bad month, good month. It's good month, good month, good month, good month. Because he's consistent, he shows up. He does the things he's supposed to do. So if you're a new realtor or you're a new person in sales, be thinking about that. Am I treating this like a real job? If I'm on a 100% commission position, Am I treating it like a real job? And what I would also talk, you know, challenge people to is look around the environment you're in and start looking at how much potential income can you make? Because that's a big thing I see people as well. They say, well, uh, you know, I'm only like, think about somebody that starts off with a base plus commission. And they say, well, I'm only making 30 grand. Well, what's the person in your role that's making the most money? How much are they making? And let's just say it's $300,000. There's somebody there has been there for a few years or whatever. They're making $300,000. Why would you ever want to go get a part-time job or a side hustle to make more money when you have the potential to make 300000 there? Now, so that's what I'd be looking at is, is there anybody in your organization that's making the kind of money you make? Now, if your goal is to make $3 million and there's nobody there making $3 million, you might need to look for other options and go make three hundred first because you're not going to go from making zero to $3 million. It's just in a sales role. It's just not going to happen. So if let's just say, look, well, I want to make $3 million a year. Yeah, cool. But go make three hundred first. And get to the maximum you can in that role and then start looking for other opportunities. Because a, a position that's offering $3 million isn't going to hire you and you haven't sold anything. So there's, there's levels to this as well. And it's not just like so many people think they deserve more than they, they do too. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, which is crazy. It's, it's, you've got to show up. You've got to practice. You've got to get good. You've got to get experience. You've got to get deals under your belt. You have to start becoming valuable. When you start to become valuable, other opportunities start to open up for you. But it's not a matter of like just because you're showing up doesn't mean you're going to be good. You have to put the work in and put the practice in. 
Yeah, I think one thing, too, that people struggle with is kind of the belief. I know we've talked about this before, the belief they can actually achieve their goals. And I think the reason they don't believe it is because they never build any momentum Mm -hmm. and don't have enough consistency to build that momentum to start having wins. I was talking with one of our team members today um, about how his basically his income goal this year was to make about 90000 and he's very, very shortcoming of that. And basically the conversation went, hey, since I've actually sold a couple homes now, I actually have the belief that I can actually you know, hit my goal and get close to my goal versus before when I didn't sell anything, I never thought I could do it. And it seemed like a very huge lead yeah. something I could never achieve. That's a great point. Yeah, I think that's a great point because I think that too, like that's why I think it's important too with goal setting as well to set something that you feel is attainable. I'm all for stretch goals, but if you don't believe it's attainable, like if you just set a goal for, let's just say you're making your brand new young person, whatever, and you want to make a hundred thousand dollars and you don't think it's possible, you're never going to get there. But set a goal that you think you can hit. And to your point, the reason he's getting more, he's getting experience now and he's building confidence. Right? And so now it's like, Hey, I can go do this. Right. And I think that's how it was for me early on. I know that's how it's been for you. It's, Nobody knows if they can do it or not. And the way you do that is go out and do it, go out and prove yourself and start making those deals happen. You start to build that confidence. And, and the key then is just to stay consistent. 100%. Because once you have that confidence, everything becomes a lot easier mm-hmm. because you believe you can do it. You believe you're the best. You believe anybody you talk to you know, will buy what you're selling or use your yeah. service. Which is key. But, but the reason you don't build that by not showing up and practicing. Exactly. You have to be very consistent and build that momentum in order to get to that point versus, you know, if you show up two, three times a week for four hours a day, do you really think you're going to build confidence? Do you think you're going to build consistency, momentum? No, you're not. You're just going to have half of a business at that. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't want to make good income and treat it like a part-time job or a quarter-time job because that's what we see a lot too. People, yeah, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Well, they work a couple hours a week. Well, no job's going to pay that. You know, like it's Especially in a sales if you're role. a brand new person. Especially yes, you can make new. that money eventually, yeah. but if you're right. brand new, you don't deserve that yet. No, not you at all. You deserve to work as much as you possibly can and make the least. Yeah. And like you said, later on, you'll get paid more than you're actually worth. So, agreed. And so, if you're brand new again, starting over, what would you do differently? I, I think I'd do pretty much everything I did, except I think I'd set smaller targets because I think when I first started, I was kind of that way where I was like, I didn't really know what to know. So I just said, hey, I want to make 100000 I didn't even come close to it. And I think it would have helped build me more confident sooner mm-hmm. had I set smaller targets. Because yeah. I think it's great to set big goals. And I think big goals are huge. But I think you had to break it down. And maybe if you have a big goal, set like a five-year deadline on it or a three-year deadline or a 10-year deadline. Because you can do a lot in that amount of time. But yeah. in a year, especially when you're new to something, don't expect to take off immediately. It's going to take time to build up a business. So right. I think set targets that you know for sure you can hit based on your work ethic your commitment and what you're willing to do to to win because a lot of people they still want to have a family balance or they still want to be able to you know go on trips with their friends or whatever it might be and if that's the case maybe your goal shouldn't be a hundred thousand maybe it should be twenty five thousand or thirty thousand or sixty thousand just depending on your level of commitment because that usually doesn't match with people yeah and they're always shocked on hey i i only hit twenty thousand my goal is a hundred thousand you know, I, I felt like I worked pretty hard, but it's like, how committed were you really? Right. Well, I think being, yeah, I agree with that and being intentional with your time as well. Because like what I often say is, does your calendar match your income goal? So if my income's a hundred and I have nothing planned for my week, well, my calendar doesn't match that. So if my goal is a hundred and I have three hours of lead generation a day on there, I have script practice on there. I've got my appointment times on there. I've got 
you know, what am I reading? That's a big one too. Like who, who is the person I'm becoming? What am I studying? Who am I mentoring after? What am, who am I coaching with? What does my calendar look like? You know, cause I'm not just going to show up and just say, well, you know, hopefully the money comes today. You know, hopefully somebody knocks on my door. It's how am I being intentional with it? So I like the idea too of setting a realistic target for what you want. Why is that money important too? Because I interview a lot of people every week and they all say the same thing. They want to make a hundred. Right, they want to make 100 grand. Like that's like the the mystical number that people want to make. Right, and what happens is after you exceed 100, you realize that if you're making 100 grand after taxes, it's about 2,700 dollars every two weeks. It's not a lot of money, guys, in the grand scheme of things. And it's a good income, especially starting out. And it's a good building block to hit that as a target, and then figure out how do I go get more. But it depends too on what's my income. Why is it important to me? Do I want to make 100 grand just because it sounds cool? Or do I want to make 100 grand because I can use that money to pay off debt, to do this, to do that, to invest in other things, to buy investment properties, to create wealth? What's important about it? Because if there's not a strong enough why as to why it's important, you're never going to achieve it because you don't care enough. So it's got to be, why is that number important to me? And then how am I going to go make it happen? I'm not going to make it happen by working one or two hours a week, especially when I'm new. But I can make it happen if I detail a schedule. And so to your point... Starting off, what Joe did, what I did, what we all did when we first started off was I showed up every day, treated it like a job. I treated it like I had to be there, like I had a boss that expected me to show up to work. And if I didn't show up enough days in a row, what happens? You get fired. So you have to treat it like it's a real job. Show up every day. Script practice. What's the most common thing people say about scripts? Doesn't sound like me. Doesn't sound like me. It's not supposed to. It's supposed to sound like a successful person. So... Don't don't use that as an objection. Oh, I just don't like scripts, you know. Yeah, nobody does until you get really good at them. And then you start using a script and it doesn't even sound like a script because you have it so internalized. Or the other thing is people want to put their own little twist on it. And that's where the uhs and the ums and all that crap comes out. So internalize your scripts. Know what to say. Big believer in you have to know what to say. You have to have enough people to say it to and you have to say it enough times. And if you do those three things, you can be very, very successful. So show up. Get really good at your scripting and overcoming objections and handling objections and figure out how to become more value because that's why people are hiring you. They're hiring on the value that you give. They're not going to hire you on the company you're with, on your you know your fancy car. They're not going to hire you because you have a good business card, whatever it is. They're hiring you because they believe you have enough value that can help them accomplish their goal. I think that's one of the biggest things. That, like you, you asked me earlier, what would I look back on when I first started and probably change? And one of the other things I probably add to that is more personal development. Because mm-hmm. I feel like recently, probably like the last two, two and a half years, I've done more personal development than you know I had before. And there's a direct correlation with your income to that, especially in sales, because you're the product, basically. You're right. selling yourself because nobody's going to work with you unless you can sell yourself first. Mm-hmm. So it's all about the value you have, the traits, the characteristics that you have. Because people want to work with someone who's confident, who has discipline, who can follow through and get the job done. They're a professional, not just someone who you know shows up 20, 15 hours a week and is just kind of winging it. Like, yeah. yes, you might be able to fool a few people and get a few sales, but you're not going to be able to build a business uh, off that type of style. Yeah, I agree. You can only ride on your talent for so long. Yes. Like there, at some point, you're going to have to start working on yourself to become, to, to, to increase your personal development, to become better, to learn more, to expand, to expand your mind, to be able to help other people. A talented person can step into a sales role and do really, really well in the beginning. A talented person can step in and crush it out of the gate and look like a superstar. And if they lack the discipline, they lack the consistency, and they lack the commitment, 
to go work on themselves to become better, they're going to be out of this business. We talk about it all the time. There are so many people that have, you know, they, 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 they're they flashing the pan. They have that good little spark. They're Rookie in. The year. They yeah. make it happen. Yeah, and they're out of the business a year later. They're out of the business two years later. They're out of the business for sure five years later because they didn't do – they didn't stick to what was working. They didn't stay consistent, and they quit working on themselves. And I think you're absolutely right, Joe. Like personal development, and now that doesn't mean – you have to go pay thousands of dollars to go to seminars. It means pick up a book. You can read so much. Like Jim Rohn says, wisdom of the world in, in, in a library for the price of a library card and people won't pay it. All right? Now, I don't even know if libraries still exist. They do. I haven't been to one in a long time. But you can go get a book. Get a library card. Go rent a book. Read a book a week. Reading a book a week is a challenge. You and I struggle with oh, it. Oh, yeah. We yeah, try. It's definitely a challenge. Yeah. But like, we, we, we're, we, Joe and I like to be real. Like, you know, you get the people like, I read a book a week. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. Joe and I try. It's hard. You know, some books are bigger than others. For sure. Uh, we, we do what we can to read a book a week. Is it consistent every week? No. But we end up reading 30-plus books a year. And how, how many books does the average person read a year? Less than one. Not even. Not probably even 10 pages. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Most people don't even pick one up. But think about that from a personal development perspective as well. How are you getting better? Because there's nothing worse than being the same person next year that you are today. How do we continue to grow and develop ourselves and get better every single year? And I think we've talked about in the past as well. It would be like if you repeated eighth grade eight years in a row, would everyone think you're kind of a dummy? Yeah. But most people will go through their life after their formal education's over. Most people will go through life living the same exact life year after year after year after year, never getting better. Being, being content with a 3% you know, a year raise, being content with, well, that's this is just the way my life is. It's never going to change. If you really want to change your life and make it better, you have the ability to do it. You just have to have the want, the commitment, and then go figure out the knowledge and how to get it. Absolutely. And nobody's going to save you, too. The government's not going to save you. Your sister's not going to save you. Your boss isn't going to save you. It's all up to you to make the change. Absolutely. The people that live on, you know, and, and that's fine. You know, some people need the government assistance in that, but think about it. People on the government assistance, what do they get? They get just enough. They get just enough to get by. There's nothing extra. There's nothing extra for vacations. There's nothing extra for, you know, for, for you, you have enough. You have the basic needs covered. But is that really why we were put on this earth? Were we put on this earth just to have just enough? When there's so much abundance, I mean, think about it. There's more money on this planet than, than people. There's an abundant amount of money and resources and knowledge and everything else out there to go achieve whatever life you want. But it all starts with you have to show up and you have to be consistent. And then you have to develop the discipline to be consistent on the days you don't want to be. Because there's going to be plenty of them. There are plenty of days I don't want to show up. There's plenty of days Joe doesn't want to show up. There are plenty of days where it's easy to be like, well, I've got enough money. I can just throw in the towel. But it's all about what's important to you. What do you want? What are my goals? Where am I going? Where do I want my life to go? What do I want my life to look like? And if I show up consistently, I'm going to make it happen. That's all we got for you today. See you next time.